Hey guys, welcome back to the Results Coach Podcast. My name is Nicole Bembridge and I am a lifestyle and results coach. And today I wanna to talk about success versus surviving. You know, that mindset of change kind of thing. Like how do we change from what we learned our whole flipping lives? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but what can we take from those hardships? Where can we, guys, strength comes from challenge, right? And growth comes from challenge. So what can we take from there? History leaves clues, success leaves clues. Now, this is a question um, that I then realized didn't just elude me, but did compared to a lot of people that I know. Do you have a five-year plan? Do you have a five-year plan laid out? Better yet, have you executed the five-year plan that you have laid out? I have no exaggeration when I tell you, I didn't know that that was real. When people talked about their five-year plan, I legit thought it was like our junior year of high school algebra teacher trying to like bully us into college and telling us how we'll have to use algebra when we go grocery shopping. And we're like, we don't have to use algebra when we go grocery shopping. And they're trying to convince you that you do. And you're like, that's not real. I didn't know people actually made a five-year plan. I was raised in such a survival state. I had never given any thought past next Thursday, guys. Like, I don't know how people could plan a five-year plan. How, how would you know where you're going to be? How would you know that something bad hadn't happened to you at that point? How do you know that someone hadn't assaulted you or hurt you or put you in a really bad place or that you had to run away to a, to another state. Like how, how I, I really can't wrap my head around it. And I'm not even going to pretend to talk about a 10 year plan. So let's just skip that. <laughs> but what I want to talk about is how did, or how does our upbringing affect us now? Because guess what? It does. But how does our upbringing affect our kids? right? So if the cycles continue, the cycles continue. Um, what could we have done different? Better yet, what can we do different, right? Like what can we do different? Now you have to start by defining success. That is on you. What is your definition of success? It's going to be entirely different than mine. So for me, my definition of success is being completely financially independent because to me that equals freedom. That means that you can't come and tell me what to do. You can't come with your agenda and try to move me into a direction I don't wanna go. That means that you can't hold something over my head. Now, I also wanna be clear that it isn't just financial independence that's success for me. It's the, it's the last missing piece for me, just to be clear. You know what I mean? Like. I have so much love and I have wonderful people around me and you know, I, I, I'm excited to meet, you know, my partner and have a wonderful life, but my life is so great because happiness, truth be told right here, I also never thought I could be happy. Like I really never thought I could be happy. So like those two things are a really big deal to me. Um, and so you have to define your success. For me, it's financial independence. I don't want people trying to move an agenda. I don't want people trying to do bad things to me. I don't want people trying to push something on me that I don't want being attached to money or something of perceived value. Manipulation, yucky, blah, blah, blah. So I grew up my whole life saying no to money. I thought money was dirty. I thought it was disgusting. I thought it was uh, manipulative. Guys, money doesn't have a friggin' personality. It was the person attached to it. But I didn't know that because my earliest memories, my earliest memories are of saying no to money because people were trying to get me to do something that I did not want that could be detrimental or were detrimental to me or were against something that I had openly said no to. Those are big deals just to put that out there, okay? So today I wanna share a couple stories of hardships, but now, we'll get there. So I wanna share a couple stories 
and how a couple seemingly small details brought entirely different outcomes. Now, one is mine and one is a friend's. Now, truth be told, we met through dating. So we were having, you know, these conversations of, you know, getting to know each other and sharing their stories and so on and so forth. He is financially far more successful than I am. But truth be told, I believe that my emotional self is far more successful than his. But guess what, guys? It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both, right? It can, we can have both. We can have it all. Um, So as I learned more about his story, I realized, man, for as many similarities as we had with our twisted bullshit backgrounds, there were some big differences. And they were highlighted because the story I shared with my son this past fall I had uh, applied to choice him into a different school district and he got in and I really wanted him to have a buy-in. I didn't want it to be a forced thing. I didn't want it to um, be forced. I wanted him to see it as an opportunity and, and move. And he was really struggling with it. And suddenly I just started sharing with him like my upbringing and I started sharing with him about my friend and he hadn't met him, but he, you know, we, we talked about him, not in a romantic way, just in a, oh, we've had similar stuff, da 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 And um, as I shared his story, I said, you know, we both had hard childhoods. We were both very disadvantaged. We both had a lot going against us from the outside looking in. And from, from my point of view, inside looking out too. But uh, the a big, big difference is his mom, somehow he said, he said, I don't know how she did it, worked super hard to get him into a private school. And from there, he took the best of that opportunity. She presented it to him and he grabbed it. And so I was saying to my son, you know, I can understand the feeling of defeat. And I said, because what has been modeled to you from me and your dad, but I'm only gonna speak for myself, um, probably doesn't set you up to wanna work really hard. Even though he sees me work hard, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. Um, and I said, you don't have to live the life that's been modeled for you unless you choose that. And I am presenting you with an opportunity to meet new people, to have um, other extracurricular activities, because I am a firm believer that when kids are bored, uh, they can find themselves in tr- into trouble. And I said, you know, the difference between my friend and I, I said, his mom worked really hard to present him with opportunity, which he took. He took it, he did it, he did the work, he did the stuff, but she presented it with him. Now, what would his life have been if his mom never did that? Who knows, he could be in the exact same situation. We'll never know because that's not the that's not how it's going. And uh, I was telling him how I remember being young, second grade, um, and the Olympics were on, and gymnastics was on, and I love gymnastics. And I said to the people in my household, I, I want to go to the Olympics. Now, this is something that every damn kid says when they're watching the Olympics, right? And the response wasn't, oh, if you if you really want to get into gymnastics, it's a big commitment. It's a lot of work. Like, would you, would you want to try? Would you want to commit yourself? Would you want to work that hard? At eight years old, I was told that I was too old and the kids that I was watching compete had started when they were like three. And I remember thinking, I'm eight. I'm too old for something, (laughs) you know, like I'm, I'm too old. And that right there really squashed my dreaming and my visions because I was already too old at eight. I mean, that's not awesome, right? (laughs) Like, 
that that's uh that doesn't leave a, a lot of feeling of growth available. So anyway, I was sharing these stories with my son and just saying, you don't have to do what's been modeled to you. You can absolutely do different than what you've seen me and your dad do. You can create whatever you want. You can create whatever your success is. You can define your own success. And I said, my friend did that because he had an opportunity presented that he took. I was so busy in survival mode. I was so busy running around trying to kind of keep my ducks in the pond and and trying to figure it all out that I never even thought that I could do anything different. I never, ever thought I could do anything different. Now, of course, the beauty in that is like, I have learned 100% I can do all of that. Like that I'm only 42. I still have my whole life in front of me and my son has his. But guys, we have to watch the way we talk about money and success and growth and opportunity to our kids because we can so easily squash their dreams. We can so easily have them look at money like it's dirty and it's gross and it's this and it's that. And I don't know, maybe you have to be a certain kind of person to do that anyway. And and maybe this doesn't apply to you, but um, it was just really beautiful. So after I told my son these the stories, one of mine, one of my friend, he looked at me and he said, I want to take the opportunity and I want to try that new school. And I was like, really? I mean, I literally went, really? He's like, yeah. And I said, I am so proud of you for letting yourself step outside of your comfort zone and take this chance to create an opportunity and to create your own success with it. You can do whatever you want in your life, you know, and you have to firmly believe that. And I I was just really proud of him. So anyway, I just wanted to share those kind of, you know, light stories. And I'm sorry, I know I I didn't have a lot of detail in them because... (laughs) I don't want to out too much. And it's and and his story is also one that I don't want to out too much. But um, there is a really big difference between success and surviving. And we don't have to live in survival mode. And I and I understand it if you do. I've been there. But if you lived there, if you grew up in survival mode, uh, go to therapy, do the work, do the stuff you need to do because you can shift that into thriving. And you can live an entirely different life than you thought. And you are capable of being deserving of happiness, love, and you know, financial freedom and all the good stuff. You are capable and deserving of all of it. And don't ever let anyone tell you that you're not. All right, you guys, this was like my 4,000th take on this. So I hope it's not totally butchered. You guys know, maybe you don't. I only do my podcast in one take because I feel like our lives are way too curated and make mistakes are okay. Stumbling is okay. Saying the wrong word is okay. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. And if you're looking for a perfect, if you're looking for a perfect podcast host, you are in the wrong house. <laughs> All right, I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it greatly.